Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, David Schloss. David, you are the founder and CEO of ConvertROI.com. David, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Really appreciate you having me. You are found on the web at ConvertROI.com. And, and David, tell us what ConvertROI does. Basically, we are taking complicated ad plans and making them simple. And we do this for businesses all around the world. have been doing this for about 14 years now and primarily focus on Facebook and Instagram as the primary driver of traffic, conversions, customers, you name it. So, um, yeah. So, so David, what is working today um, in advertising? And again, you know, you're in the trenches, you're like right there on the front line. Um, I, I, I see often uh, that, you know, when you look for advertising advice, particularly when we're talking about leveraging platforms like, you know, Google, Facebook, et cetera, um, it's really easy to see and, and come across outdated information. So that's why I really value, you know, what are the observations and things you've seen like in the past month or two? Yeah, obviously short form content has taken over, right? Ever since the uh, last year and a half, two years, we found that, you know, platforms such as TikTok, Instagram Reels, even YouTube Shorts, which is very recent, only been around for a couple months now, uh, at least open to the public. Short form content has completely taken over. So when you are looking at your advertising, it's how does your ad almost fit in naturally to the environment of the network? So if you are seeing lots of people consume 45 second, 60 second, even 30 second advertising uh, or excuse me, content, then you want your advertising to sort of fit into that same mold. And so we're oftentimes telling our clients, like, how do we condense your messaging to be as short as what you would be consuming on, let's say, a platform like TikTok, where everything is 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Of course, they have three minute videos now, but most people are consuming the short form. And even with YouTube, you're noticing that channels are blowing up with content specifically around 15 seconds, 30 seconds long, and YouTube is praising them for it, giving them all this free organic traffic. So why wouldn't you want to create something similar to that for your advertising when it's natural for others to be consuming it in that same that same fashion? So I'm finding short form content, not just organically, but from a paid side is doing really, really well. And when you look at how do you mix in these other networks with your Facebook and Instagram strategy, they all sort of go together now. A couple of yeah. years ago, you'd say, I'm only doing Facebook and Instagram. And I would have been like, awesome. I love it. Let's do this. Now, if you're not integrating other networks, even if it's in, in the repurposing side of taking your content and moving it to other networks, you're missing out on a lot of not just free traffic, but a lot of opportunity on the paid side, even if you're just going to spend $5 a day on a network like TikTok or even Twitter or anything like that. Yeah. So David, does that mean like if I'm going to be using Instagram Reels, for example, that all, all I can be doing is just like 
I don't know, dancing and, you know, throwing confetti in the air or, you know, no, uh, no, you know. no, no, no. Okay, good. Tell, tell yeah. me in terms of content here, uh, calm, calm uh, the nerves of those listening. Like, wait a minute, that's not really on brand for us. Can we make this work? Can we, can we hit that cross section of, you know, staying somewhat on message here yeah. and still produce content that is appropriate for the platform? Of course. Yeah. I, trust me. I had the same exact idea of, you know, when, when TikTok started to take over, I was like, I'm not dancing for my brand at all. <laughs> like, I am, I'm not going in that direction. But what we've noticed with these networks, including, you know, reels, is that you can have a lot of your existing content, whether you're speaking on stage or maybe you've done a long form video, like a webinar or anything like that. And you could pick apart different pieces of content from that and turn it into a 30 or 60 second piece of content for that specific uh, placement, such as reels. And it'll be just as effective as your long form video. So you don't have to dance to be on camera for this sort of placement. Even with TikTok, you'll find voiceovers or talking head videos. They do well if you're animated, if you have a personality, if it seems scripted, or if you're just reading off a teleprompter and it's like a news network type of thing. No, not going to work. People want something they can connect to, right? We hear about how if you can connect to a brand, you build that brand loyalty, you keep buying their products over and over. In this case, they're buying into you. Would I watch this person over and over? Would I listen to everything they're saying, you know, day in and day out? If I'm not enjoying myself, whether it's their humor or the information they're giving me is just out of this world fantastic, then they're not going to come back. And so I often find, you know, if I'm doing a talking head video, like I'm looking at the camera, just speaking, I want to make sure I'm using my hands, keeping them engaged with that. I'm, I'm moving around. I'm not just standing in front of a whiteboard, you know, like just standing straight and just talking because no one's going to be engaged with that. And so as long as you're, you know, trying to grasp their attention, whether it's through your, your gestures, your hand gestures, your facial expressions, anything like that, and just speaking really awesome content, people will come back. And you don't need 100,000 followers, a million followers to be effective. If you have 10,000 people, 1,000 people who are just consistently watching your stuff, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, and so, David, are we, um, I'm sure you've worked with clients now. Are you, are you managing their ad campaigns then? Is that what you do? Yeah, we actually manage about $3 million in ad spend every month. Uh -huh. And that's primarily on Facebook and Instagram, but we have started to work with other networks too. Yeah. I've heard of people saying, you know, this year, um, like, man, ads were working and now they're not working. What's, what's going on there? Like when they, when you hear someone say that, what kind of questions do you start asking them? Yeah. I automatically know exactly what they're referencing. Yeah. So, so iOS, uh, Apple's iOS update back in April, that was the official release of when Basically, I'd say every ad network uh, started to get a little bit of a sweat going as to like what's going to happen now. Uh, Facebook specifically, because a lot of their network is dependent on mobile users and iPhone users are their primary driver of ad revenue. Uh, we spend a lot of money. Even I have an iPhone, right? So I'm, I'm spending money all day on the platform and I'm driving traffic towards people who also have iPhones. What happened is, is that tracking changed forever, right? So now Apple developed a, a prompt that pops up every time you update your iOS that says, do you want to be tracked? Yes or no. That's basically what it says. Uh, and by tracking, they're not necessarily saying like, I'm going to listen in on all your conversations, though a lot of people are saying that that's having, uh, that's having an effect on what they're seeing in their feed too. But it's more of, 
can we track you so we could serve you relevant content? And a lot of people are just like, I see the word tracking, I'm going to say no. So by default, they've been saying no. Thus, what we're seeing from an ad perspective is conversions aren't popping up in our dashboard. It's a lot harder to optimize for advertising these days to where, you know, you can't just let the algorithm do it all for you. The last couple of years, it's honestly been easy. You'd put up an ad, even if the creative is not that great. Facebook tells you who it needs to go to. Next thing you know, you're getting sales and you're like, wow, that wasn't that bad. Well, now if your creative is not so hot and people aren't necessarily clicking it, and then the algorithm doesn't exactly know what to do because it can't track everyone the same as it used to, it's getting a little tougher to make your ads work. And so there's more attention now on what you're saying in the ad if it's a video, what you're writing out as the copy that goes above that image or video. Even then, images. What am I putting in this image that's going to get you to stop to read what it is that's above that image so that you could see whether or not you're interested in this item? And so all these things that were given very little attention are now getting all the attention because now you have to basically generate the sale from the moment the click comes through because you can't be 100% dependent on the algorithm anymore. And it's not just Facebook and Instagram. This has happened to Snapchat. This has happened to Twitter. It's every network is affected because Apple basically released an update that affects everyone. Yeah. Um, what are the, um, and you kind of talked about this earlier, but um, is there advantage to when, when and I, I no, I'm going to ask the answer, I'm ask a question, I think I know the answer to, <laughs> um, but let's say that, uh, you know, a Facebook or an Instagram or whatever uh, unveils a new kind of feature, right? Uh, what, what's your advice on that? <laughs> Use it immediately. Yeah, um, right. Okay, good. <laughs> they, they, they favor you. Just it, they give you the best pricing on ads. If it's a placement you can use for advertising. If it's an organic feature, like when Reels first came out, where it's like, hey, you can now post your, your short form content over here. It wasn't available for ads yet, but I knew that every person who was using it was getting far more visitors to their profile and to their content than when they just posted it in the feed or even when they did an Instagram story. And I remembered when stories first came out and they also deployed it as an ad simultaneously. I remember telling all of my clients, I'm like, I know 15 seconds isn't a long time, but the cost per thousand, the CPM that I'm getting yeah. on this placement is absolutely insane. And we need to be using it immediately. It was like $3 per thousand views basically like for every thousand people that see it and that's unheard of in the ad world right now unless you're using a different uh ad network because facebook and instagram hasn't been that cheap in a while same thing happened with reels reels came out everyone's like "Eh, it's just tiktok i'm like who cares just use it immediately it's cheap Mm. they're not well even for the ad side not many people are using it if you are talking about the organic side not many people are using it just put it all your content there as quickly as you can and those that took advantage of it are reaping the benefits. And so anytime you're on a network actively and you're seeing that a new placement or a new feature comes out, use it ASAP because they're doing that on purpose. They're giving you a chance to be featured for using that exact uh, new feature on the network. Yeah. Let's say that, um, you know, somebody, uh, and I don't know if you've, you know, let's say someone's a consultant, right? Mm -hmm. Or an agency. It's generally going to be a bigger ticket type engagement. Um, Obviously, you're not going to say, hey, 
sign up right now and buy my $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month service. Um, we, we want to respect and honor where we are in the relationship. Yeah. What do you see working right now? Uh, again, if we're thinking about ultimately, we do want those bigger ticket conversions at the bottom of the funnel, but but what is that flow? What What is that, that you know, that uh, journey for the customer, particularly as, uh, you know, if we're thinking about what works well for that initial awareness impression. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to start with high ticket because, you know, more money. Right. And obviously it seems like you'd want to start with high ticket because it's less of a hassle. That's always been the belief. It's like, just get me the highest end clientele that you can and we'll just move on from there. The thing is, is in the last couple of years, people want options. Right? Maybe they don't have the money to spend at $3,000 to have uh, you know, four conversations a month with you. Maybe they just want to do some uh, work on their own. Maybe you have a done with you opportunity versus a done for you. Or instead of coaching, they can go through some education you've put together that'll allow them to learn what it is that you do in the coaching side, but they'd have to create their own journey. And what I had noticed is you know, the individuals that I had run ads for who only had high ticket items to sell. Once they start to introduce more opportunities to work with them, mm -hmm. naturally over time, those same customers would upgrade later, right? So like you said, the bottom of the funnel, how do you get them in? Eh, some people will start as low as a book, right? They'll start with a $10 book, $20 book. Some people will start with a mini course, $47, $27. Like, let me just give you something to consume that will still generate a result for you, but it's not going to be as expensive as let's say, a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. Let me just give you something. And so naturally I'm finding, even in my own case, not everyone's going to sign up for agency services. They're just not, right? Not everyone has $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 a month to spend, but they might have $1,000 a month to spend. They just want to know what process to put in place to grow their brand. No problem. I have many courses, one that's 27 bucks that shows you how to do the entire ad strategy I have for a dollar a day on mm. Facebook and Instagram just to expand your brand, right? Something like that, which is not expensive, at least gets them introduced to my teaching style, right? Showing them how I educate the masses of what I do. And then if you decide down the road, I don't want to do this and I have the money now for having someone else do it for me, I'm going to be the first person that you think of because I've already taught you something that's been useful to you, right? Yeah. So a lot of other personal brands and even companies, it's just having options, right? You have your high-end item or high-end product or service. What can you do that can be created on a lower ticket that can complement them to working towards that higher-end item? And even yeah. then, you're going to create raving fans along the way. They're going to subscribe to your channels or follow your profiles because they've already been enlightened by what you put out there. And so naturally, they're going to be just giving you testimonial after testimonial everywhere you are because you've impacted them some way. Right. So yeah. never neglect, at least in my opinion, putting together something that they can at least consume on the smaller end, on the on the lower end, just so they're introduced to your world. And then yeah, over time, right. they'll naturally upgrade. Um, so let's and I'm wondering if this is even possible, but let's say that someone is offering like a two thousand dollar a month service or something like that's bigger ticket. Right. Yeah. Um, what is realistic in terms of like the number, like the cost per the CPA, if the CPA is measured against that $8,000 price point, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, let's say it's average of four months or something like that, um, 
and then cost per lead on something like that. And again, um, I, I don't know, I, you know, in terms of like what's realistic to, if we're talking about that far down the funnel, you can expect to pay, you know, by the time we're all said and done, it's probably going to cost you about X in order to uh, mine that from a Facebook or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, like, I don't know what, like, I, what's normal in yeah. terms of like, you know, expectations. Cause I don't want someone to say, well, listen, leads are going to cost me about, you know, $15 a person and I'm going to close 20, 25% of them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, probably going to be a little bit pricier than that. Right. Well, I can, I can give you my results. I could also give you a couple of agencies that I've actually run ads for. Yeah. Yes. I have agencies come to me saying, can you run my ads? Uh, oh, <laughs> so it yeah. does happen. Uh, so here's the thing. There are various models that you can take to where it's just strictly get people on a calendar and see how mm-hmm. many you can close. Then there's the model of I'm building a following. And if down the road, they want to work with me, then I could sort of come up with the figures of cost per call, cost per lead, all that yeah. good stuff. My approach is I want the lead nurture, eventually get the call. And then you want to work with me. So that could end up taking months, right? So when you look at the let's say the six month outlook of it all, your cost per lead might end up being, in this case, my cost per lead is about 10 bucks. But I also know that the average lead that ends up wanting to have a conversation with me takes about three months. Wow. So they're just sitting there, right? They're sitting there going through email, social posts, you name it. By the third month on average is when they consider having a conversation with me, just in one of the sales funnels that I've built. Right. And then there's another one I have where it's direct to calendar if they fit all of my criteria. Right. So they still have to fill out an application. They still have to book a call. And then I have to approve whether or not I'm going to talk to them based on their, you know, application. That one's very direct, right? It's just run ads. It's a video. They go to a page, they fill out the application, they get on my calendar. That's it. That one though, doesn't take three months. It takes whatever amount of days they see the ads and they decide to get on the calendar. But the cost per call there is $150. Mm-hmm. Some people would say, well, then why are you run the other funnel then if it takes three months to get people on a call? Well, my close rate on the one that takes three months for them to book is about 80% <laughs> because mm-hmm. they've gone through my stuff. They love me. By the time they get on a call, they're practically closed. The only thing they have to decide on is whether or not the price is for them. Whereas those who are booking immediately, They may have a problem and I'm the solution of running ads for them, scaling their business, whatever it may be, but they might still be searching for an agency even after uh, having a conversation with me, right? They could still talk to another agency and say, you know what, I'm going to go work with these guys and not David because they're just shopping around. And so you got to think, let's say my service starts at 2,500 a month. Well, if I'm spending 150 per call, how many calls is it going to take before one person says yes? In my case, it takes about nine. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're spending well over a thousand bucks, right? Your base, let's just say it takes about 50% of what I'd, uh, you know, make on that first month is what I'm putting towards an ad to generate a new client. That's okay. I'm willing to even take a whole, you know, hit on the first month. I'll spend 2,500 to get a new customer because on average, my clients stay on board for nine to 12 months, right? So if, when you have the numbers like that, when you have the metrics and you could see what can I can sacrifice in month one? to keep someone on board for nine to 12 months, you're willing to even outspend your first month of revenue on that client because you know, you're going to make it all back in month two and beyond. Right. But that's merely because of the fact that I've done this for so long 
that I have those stats. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone who might be doing this for the first time, they don't have any of that. They, yeah. they have zero. And so it's just good to have that baseline. So if I have a $2,500 service, I'm going to spend $2,500 to see if I can get the first person. That's the way I look oh. at it. So if you come to me and say, I have a $25,000 product, guess what? I need $25,000 or else I'm mm-hmm. not going to promote it. Right. That's, that's how I approach it. Because if I can get you at least one, we now have the data that supports where that first person came from and how do we make sure to get more from that same audience, the same ads, so on and so forth. Mm, that's fantastic. All right, David Schloss, uh, again, your website is convertroi.com. Where would you recommend people kind of take their next step in the relationship with you? So if you want to have a conversation with me, you can hit me up through my website, right? My email's present. It's right there. If you want to have, let's say, just a conversation around whether or not consulting or done for you is more of the option to go. Because fun fact, everyone wants to do done for you until they realize they actually have a lot of the things that they need in order to run ads on their own. Hmm. You don't really need things done for you until you're at a point of scale. That's my opinion. But for all the people I've worked with, trust me, you don't need to be running ads with an agency until you're at about $7,000 a month in ad spend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. Until then, you could do it on your own, maybe even hire a junior media buyer for a lot less and you'll be just fine. So if you want to converse with me on what direction to take, you can go to my website and my email is david at convertroi.com and you can contact me directly and we could see where to go from there. I love it. All right. David Schloss, again, founder, CEO, 11 years, I think, at Convert ROI. Congratulations on your longevity as well. David, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you again. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.